From the fabulous WSUM Madison Studios, it's Do It Live, hosted by the Do It Geeks. Hi-ho, Kermit the Frog here. It's not easy being green. Except today it is. And we will be telling you all the ways to become green using your computer. Joining us in the studio from the Do It Green team, Judy Caruso and Laura Grady. Along with our regular geeks, Teresa Saldana and Andy Muschlewski. And now, broadcasting live and local on 91.7 FM and streaming worldwide on WSUM.org, please help me welcome my co-host, Ty Christian. radio show on the face of the planet do it live and we are coming to you uh live today oh ah, there it is had some weird weird issues with the mic there for a second but anyway in case you were in case you didn't hear this is do it live (laughs) we are the tech talk show that talks tech tenaciously and without timber or Andy, help me out with some other other T words here. Anyway, I dropped the ball on that. We're going to work on that for next time, (laughs) (laughs) and we will have a wonderful little uh, alliteration going for you there. But uh, but yes, welcome to Do It Live. Uh, Check out our website, of course, doit.wisc.edu forward slash radio. Um, There are so many ways to get in contact with us. We are the most connected radio show on the planet. Uh, Probably best way, email radio at doit.wisc.edu. We are tech guys. We are constantly on our email. It's, uh, it's an addiction. Uh, I am going through a 12-step program. Uh, the last step, they send me an email. Put, I don't know put, how good that program is. Put down is. the mouse now. I, I can't. Put I it can't. Down. Uh, you can also give us a call here live in the studio, 608-AOK-WSUM. That's 608-265-9786. And uh, today, we are talking about all the ways to be green. Isn't that right, Andy? Green. It is time for green time. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that was my terrible Kermit the Frog impression at the beginning <laughs> of the show. <laughs> so a young Yoda. Maybe. A young Yoda is is how we kind of described <laughs> it. So yeah, uh, and joining us today uh, in the studio, we've got uh, uh, Judy Caruso. How's it going, Judy? Hello, everyone. <laughs> and we've got uh, the wonderful intrepid Laura Grady with Hi us. Hi guys. And Laura, for those of you who who do not know, is kind of one of the behind the scenes people here at Do It Live. She helps us with all sorts of. Uh, nifty things with uh, uh, communication and and uh, and advertising the show. And uh, she was on. Were you, you were on the show previously. No, you know you were just here watching us. Correct. You know, but now you're finally on the show. This is your first time ever. I bet you're so excited. I am. <laughs> I am. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you, you might uh, all of you uh, regular listeners out there might notice that there is a uh, a, a familiar voice that is missing right now absent and 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 i i kind of i'm I'm hearing her from the ether (laughs) she's she's saying something like ty don't do that don't (laughs) it's 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 Teresa saldana she's she's away um on a uh on on a trip today um uh into the uh since the the weather warmed up she's um she's uh, they started the uh the the bear wrestling camp that she attends Uh. one week early so so she's out fighting bears right now. So hopefully she'll be back. Oh, she will be back. Have you ever seen her fight a bear? <laughs> I ha- I haven't actually seen Oh, my that, gosh. But All she needs to do is stare at the bear, and the bear's like, oh, nope, nope. That's amazing. I'm, we're going to have to take her she camping the power. next time we go. That I, you know, and I think it really exudes itself through the radio here. So, so Andy, you're going to have to do your best Teresa impression as we move into our, our award-winning mm. segment, The News. Today, it's Andy Wojcicki. With the news. We've got some really interesting stories today to talk about. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, this first one is really cool. I, I, I just can't believe this actually You're happened. You're geeking out about it a little bit out th- uh, uh, over there. So, Whoop. oops, wait. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. What? 
<laughs> the news okay. is still going. It anyway. keeps coming back. It come, yes. All right. So tell us about this story you're geeking out about. So w- we've talked about uh, the website Reddit before, which is kind of a... What website is that? I, I have no idea about that website. <laughs> R-E-D-D-I-T dot com. Yeah. If you're, if you're involved in anything tech or a- Geeky. A- anything at all, actually, yeah, I think it's... you should just go to Reddit. I mean, it's, it's kind of the new homepage of the internet, more or less. I mean, it's the new site to be on. Yeah, I mean, I I find myself going there more than just going to Google and oh, yeah. clicking on things now. Yeah, so, yeah. Anyway, um, so the story is about this um, 37-year-old um, guy who works in a financial firm in mm-hmm. Des Moines, Iowa. Mm-hmm. And during his lunch break, he went and got his Hot Pocket and sure. uh, went sat down in front of his computer and got on Reddit. And he clicked on a feed that was a question about... Um, what would happen? Would would they be able to defeat the Roman Empire if they could go back in time with a modern U.S. military brigade? Oh, I remember reading this one. And so he he went clicked through. And so the, the 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 question is is like, would thirty guys with machine guns, and you know a sort a, a big source of ammo, be able to take down a huge centurion army? Yep, during the reign of Augustus. During so. the reign of Augustus. So, yes. so or, okay, before before we we say what happened, I want to go around the room. Laura, yes or no? Yes. 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 All right. And Sandy? Yes. Yes. She says yes. Thumbs up. <laughs> I, I, w- I would agree, you know. I, Machine I, guns versus spears. It's probably it's a difficult. no-brainer there. It's a, so tell us what happened. So th- this guy happened to be also a, uh, a history major when he went to school. So he had some good background information. And ah. he, he posted kind of an elaborate response. There are a ton of responses that came in. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, people on the Internet really liked his response. So he got upvoted quite a bit and which brings his comment to the top of that feed and apparently some people from Hollywood were watching and offered him to write a screenplay based on his response and he's since quit his job and is now in the screenwriters guild and uh, he's writing a movie about this so the power of the the power of the internet is is something that is amazing it's just I still just can't believe this that that's this it's actually am- happened it's amazing just, well you know you know i did read his, his response and it was very well done i mean he, he basically kind of wrote out an entire scenario of like how the time travel would work and like you know what would happen yeah, he if was they also got a, split up he was and, also a sci-fi buff so it kind of just yeah. fit fit really well in for him since he was both into sci-fi and a history yeah. major so so i guess uh you know coming in 2015 or however long it takes to cast uh bruce willis or <laughs> or you know brad pitt brad pitt or, or you know george clooney so i can see george clooney as the angry uh as you know like an uh, an angry augustus so couldn't those, you those ran yeah yeah, yeah. That would be good. so sure. those random things you post on the internet could <laughs> could do something <laughs> So you never know. Uh, you never know. My uh, my my crocheting blog might get picked up by Hollywood one of these days and, and turn <laughs> yeah, into a maybe movie. Not. I do not have a crocheting blog. <laughs> you sure that's not up on Pinterest on your Pinterest? Oh, page? my Pinterest page. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, Laura, are you? I'm on? working on one on embroidery. Oh, okay. Oh, there we go. All right. Well, maybe so somebody maybe you in can Hollywood. get in on Judy's embroidery. Pinterest. Okay. Okay. Are you, Judy, did you post that on Pinterest? No. Okay. Do you know what Pinterest is? Okay, we're gonna have to listen to our show, our podcast from our show last week, and we'll tell you all about it. Laura knows what Pinterest is, right? I do. I have an account, but have not done anything. With oh, it yet. okay, so. okay. All right. So, what else in the news can you talk about other than wonderful screenplays from Reddit? So, we we also talked about this uh, camera that MIT developed that could capture photons moving. It was a one trillion yes. frame rate per second camera. Uh, well, these these guys have, have gone a step further and um, they've developed um, some new technology for the project that they're able to shoot this camera around corners what? and actually identify objects. Wait a minute, what? Yeah, so How? Um, they actually, since they're able to capture one trillion frames per second they shoot a single pulse photon okay at a wall it bounces around the wall hits the object and bounces back and they're able kind of like sonar being able to (laughs) recreate the picture but they're using light to do this so it's very fast as well i have no idea i I can't even begin to fathom how that would but i mean like can you would it Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, so they have an example. That's going to be a question on Jeopardy tomorrow, just you watch. Yeah. Oh, no. 
<laughs> failed <laughs> double jeopardy <laughs> had lost all my money but yeah like so so now that they can shoot around well i mean imagine for this for the like the if this became normal tech that you could have imagine for like the security camera industry how how amazing that would be <laughs> or, or or i could see this being implemented like on a car you know to oh sure um yeah a blind, a blind, blind corner spot, or something. Uh, you can you can actually shoot a photon from the headlights, and it would come back and say, "Hey, there's someone around that corner, so don't cross the center line there." <laughs> it's only a matter of time before it's uh before we get the Buick photon, and then the Buick photon X2 with there a luxury go. package. Is that going to have the Mister Fusion on the back? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> Mister Fusion was the best. They have to invent that. That's the best. Uh, back Back to the Future reference there for everyone out there who's. Who's just shaking their heads and no idea what we're talking about. That went over my head. This <laughs> oh, no, we're, Sorry, ner- Laura. we're nerds, Ty. Oh, yes. We're the nerdiest ones in the room. All the beeps and boops. Anyway, what else you got? Speaking of beeps and boops. Beeps and boops. So uh, Seagate, the hard drive manufacturer, has mm-hmm. come up with a new technology where they can get a terabyte in a square inch. Wow. So right now, so that's like I'm trying to figure this out with my with my hands. Yeah, it's pretty here. smaller it's like, than a trisket. That's like, okay. So for every trisket I eat, I could store up to how many movies? Would you say? Uh, on a terabyte. Yeah. Sure. Well, okay. Let's, let's 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 say it this way. Okay. Um, 1080p Blu-ray movies. So that's what? Um, seven gigs. Yeah. So you know, seventy would be ten, and then. Carry the twelve. That's a whole lot of movies. Divide by forty. That's uh, yeah. That's a lot of movies. That's so a few. They're, they're saying that they can create a, a hard drive potentially with this new heat-assisted magnetic recording technology. Heat-assisted magnetic recording hammer. Ha- <laughs> Gotta love that. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Sixty terabytes on a single hard drive. They say they'll be able to. Wow. Do, which is immense. That's that's incredible, and you know. And uh, what's the biggest hard drive out there now? Like well, uh, four, three, four, four, four yeah. terabytes, I'd say. So this is just inc- an incredible. I remember when I was a little kid, and we bought our first computers, 1996, and we got the biggest hard drive they made at the time, which was like a gig. 3.2 gigabytes. Gigabytes, yeah. And I, oh my gosh, you should have seen the face on my geek friends when I was like, yeah. Got a couple gigabytes in this sucker. Like, what? Wow. No. How many do- Nukem 3D giga- maps is that? Giga what? Yeah, it's quite a few. Quite yeah. a few. So now it's like, yeah, 60 terabytes. Whew. Yeah. Soon there'll be, what's what's in it? Pet, pet petabytes. 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 Yep. Yeah. It's just and amazing. Then, yeah. I mean, so you M- could s- just imagine on one hard drive, you could store basically in text format probably everything in the Library of Congress. Couldn't you do that now, though? I think that's possible now. Yeah. I don't. I don't think. Well, it, I don't think probably do it in format. PDF, PDF format. Oh, PDF format. You could probably With store all of the pictures too. Yeah. Or in audio format. Hey, there you go. Did you know that the Library of Congress and and actually this is a today I learned uh, for you guys maybe I don't know if you know this yet but did you know that the Library of Congress prefers to store their audio recordings on LPs? Why is, Why is that? that? Ah, I was hoping someone would ask that question. The reason they store them on LPs is because LPs are the only physical media that doesn't naturally degrade over time. So if you burn something on a CD, the CD will naturally degrade, and in 30 years, um, you probably won't be able to play that CD again. You'll have to burn it to a different CD or or save the data somewhere else. Um, Same thing with uh, cassette tapes and that kind of stuff. But LPs, apparently, do not ever degrade unless you... you keep them in a cool, dry place and they're stored properly. As long as they're not in the back of your, you know, 1970 station wagon, you know, in the back um, See, I was area. Think, I was thinking you were going to say they just wanted to look at all the cool artwork on the album covers. Probably, <laughs> <laughs> in a large format. So, do you, ha- do you have any uh, any other uh, news story? Otherwise, I've got one. Um, so, so another thing is, um, well, go go ahead with yours because yours okay. kind of relates. To this okay. A little bit. Well, there's the internet has kind of been a buzz lately about um, uh, some for some uh, jobs in some places. And apparently, this is becoming more prevalent. Uh, that the as as a as a uh, as something you have to do in order to actually be um, thought of as like an actual applicant. So, in or- order to actually get the job, you have to give them your Facebook login and password. 
so they can go through your Facebook account and see all about you. Which I think is just... That's scary. That's scary and dumb. And the people that would agree to do that, uh, it's just a terrible, 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 terrible idea. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we really don't suggest that you share any password with, with anyone, anyone, including ever. Facebook. You wouldn't even ever yeah. give your password to Facebook. And this is something that obviously these people are signing off on and agreeing to do this as a condition of employment. Right. Which, um, but still scary. And I, I know that there was an article that the, the ACLU is kind of chiming in about this now. They say that your Facebook password should be none of your boss's business. It is an invasion of privacy for private Employers to insist on looking at people's private Facebook pages as a condition of employment or consideration in an application process is their official statement. So, and I would, I, I have to agree with that 100%. What do, what do you guys think, Laura? What do you, thumbs up, thumbs down? Thumbs down. Thumbs down, yeah. I mean, that's your private business, and I don't think your employer needs to know what's going on in your private life. Mm-hmm. As long as you're obviously not doing that on work time. Right, 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 exactly. Right, and I, I mean, I, Historically, employers have tried to get um, more information about prospective employees. And oftentimes these have been fought off in the courts and or by individuals. And this is just one more of those. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just, I I see it as an incredible invasion of privacy. And just think about, you know, if this were to become a prevalent thing in 10 years, say okay so you had a facebook account when you're in high school yeah and you're posting things and now they have timelines you can go back (laughs) the years and it's not like stuff just disappears from your feet anymore it's there forever you've changed so much over 10 years or even even maybe over a year and and you know there's also the possibility let's say you try to keep your facebook squeaky clean so you don't post any weird pictures or any of you know Holding Bacardi, or you know, you know, at the club, or whatever. But what if your friends do, and then they tag you there? Yeah. You know, and it just so happens that your boss logs in at a time, you know, an hour before you untag yourself from that, and he sees you, you know, throwing bottles against the wall, or like breaking a car, or I don't know, whatever yeah. it is you kids do nowadays. I can't help but think about the uh, How I Met Your Mother episode with Beer Killies. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I have not, I have not seen that. So, so basically, uh, in college, uh, um, one of the characters did a, uh, a, a drunken video, basically, and his his new prospective boss sees it online, basically, because it's oh. on YouTube. So, and the hilariousness that ensues from that, but the boss was okay with it in this case, so he didn't. Huh. Wait. Okay. So. <laughs> so anyway, we're so w- Facebook. Don't give out pass. Don't give up. So the the moral of the story, kids, is do not give out your passwords to anyone, anytime, anywhere for, any, for reason. any reason. Even if it's your mom or your sister or your best friend, no. Just it's it's your password. Don't give it out to anyone ever, 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 ever. The end. Fin. Eh. <laughs> Terminado. Terminado. All right, so you, you had you had one more. So you said you had something that, that that ran off of that. Yeah, so talking about passwords, um, DARPA, which is part of the Department of Defense, is looking at a new authentication, um, type of authentication for password security. Mm-hmm. And this is really bizarre. Um, so it's not a password or a retinal scan or you don't have to give it some of your DNA or fingerprint it recognizes your typing style. Your typing style? Which apparent. Your typing style. Typing style. Which, I mean. That's shocking. That's crazy. Shocking is what it is. So I, r- I really don't know how what, it how works. Sho- oh. <laughs> that sound oh. bite is the longest one we have. Forever. Forever. All right. Yeah. So everyone has a different typing style? Uh, that, that's what like this article says that it's like a fingerprint. And that huh. so basically you just sit down at your computer and start typing away and they'd say, oh, you are Ty. <laughs> Hi. That's kind of, you know, g- y- you know what that, you know, you know what immediately springs to mind if that ever like becomes commonplace. Um, the old spy movies where they had like the, the expert on um, forging someone's signature, you know, 
or like analyzing or or the 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 kind of bunky scientificy type of thing where they it, it was like someone takes a look at your signature and decides what kind of a person you are. You know what I mean? Right. So and like I wonder if that could, <laughs> wonder if you could do that with typing styles. Like uh, he hits he hits the T key pretty hard. He must have some some father issues. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, that's bizarre. Um, but but you, do you think this could actually? Do you think this would actually happen? Do you think? I mean, I mean, if, if I can't see everyone in the world having that different of a typing style, right? And it's got to be. And somewhat it's saying similar. that they're going to use this as a single means of authentication, so it won't be like your typing style and a password. Yeah, just recognize you from your typing style. That is, that is like, that's the weirdest thing. So yeah. All right, Laura. What do you think? Is that is that is that something you think you'd want to use if they could uh, differentiate you from someone else from a typing style? If that works, why not? <laughs> but it just yeah. yeah I just read the, the article the other day and I thought, wow. It just seems weird, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, Judy, would you would you use that or would you still stick to passwords? Typing style is great. I don't have to do voice. I don't have to do. <laughs> Passwords, that's all a pain. So this would be mm, great. Okay, so it's giving, getting thumbs up. I'm a little more skeptical. I'd need like a password, a retinal scan, a piece of hair. You know, I mean, that's what I want for my password. Something you'd think that th- that you eventually know? people would just like watch you at your type, you know, at yeah. your keyboard and be able to emulate your mm-hmm. typing pattern. Who knows? Who knows? I guess I guess I'd have to read more about it to to see if it is actually something a, a good way to differentiate one person from another. So, hey, before we go on to break, I, I have one more one more uh, news story here. Um, so apparently, uh, for people, we talked last week about AIM how they how they you know nixed all of their uh, development staff and they're kind of it seems like AOL Instant Messenger is kind of going under at this point. Right. So. Um, apparently, AOL has been silently logging IMs for months, uh, and the only way to opt out uh, is if you use the uh, AIM's official client, so AOL Instant Messenger brand, you know, like the official one. That's the only way that you can opt out. So of if it. you're using a multi-use client like Trillium, Trillium, Pigeon, um, the IC, any ICQ extra, you know, client that that throws in everything together cannot opt out of that. And so they're tracking the content of your Apparently. Of your apparently, which is kind of freaky. You know, I don't know why they want to do that, but well, I, I guess I could think of a few reasons, but anyway, so that's kind of weird. And uh, do you guys still use AOL Instant Messenger? No. Anybody? No. No. What well, so what is everybody using now for Instant Messenger? I rarely do it. You really rarely do it? No? Yeah, me neither. Really? Mm-hmm. Nobody? Oh my gosh! I would have thought that we would have had at least a few people saying the G Chat. Andy, what do you? I, use? I use G Chat sometimes, mm-hmm. um, but now with my Google phone, I just yeah. Is it? I get, it's just I get my email, text messaging, and I get my emails instantly. So interesting. I see interesting. myself using that less. Okay. Well, good to know. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to take a little quick commercial break here. Uh, we will be right back, and we're going to talk about well, Earth Earth Day is coming up. And so, uh, so we're going to talk about all the wonderful ways to stay green uh, while conserving energy and, and doing things. Stay, stay green with your computers. Uh, so if you have a, a question for, uh, for Laura, Ju- Laura or Judy, uh, go ahead and give us a call, 608-AOKWSUM. That's 608-265-9786. You can also email. We are on email right now, email radio at doit.wist.edu, and we will read your email on the air if you have any questions about uh, staying green with technology and we will be right back with more do it live Together, too busy to see. 
Now, the Do It Live 3 disclaimers with the Guest Geek of the Week, Hank Hill. The opinions expressed on this program do not reflect the views of WSUM, the University of Wisconsin-Madison, or its Board of Regents. Products and services provided by the Division of Information Technology, aka Do It, and other university departments, as well as drawings and giveaways, may only be available to students, faculty, staff, or those currently affiliated with UW-Madison. Participants of this broadcast may offer opinions or recommendations. However, they do not endorse, nor has any consideration been provided by on behalf of the products or services discussed. Oh, Bobby, that's a lot of disclaimers. I am Attorney General This message is for parents. Studies show that the majority of teens who drink obtain alcohol from family and friends. The Century Council and the Federal Trade Commission have launched a new campaign called We Don't Serve Teens to remind adults that providing teens with alcohol is unsafe, irresponsible, and illegal. Parents, talk with your teen about the dangers of underage drinking. Turning a blind eye is just as irresponsible as putting a drink in their hand. Visit don'tserveteens.gov. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Is there a people in the <laughs> And we're back with more Do It Live. WSUM 91.7 FM, Madison, Wisconsin. And today, we are talking about all the different ways to be green in your tech use. A lot of people say, oh, you know, all this technology, it's kind of sucking up all the batteries, you're using all the, you're using all of the resources. There's no way to be green using your tech, your tech out there, but we're going we're gonna to tell you different. We got some news and some tips and some wonderful things to talk about uh, uh, on how to reduce your carbon footprint, how to use your tech responsibly, and, uh, and we've got Laura and Judy here to tell us all about the green team, the green initiative on campus, and everything, everything green. Guys, I had uh, some bread today, and I flipped it over, on, and on the other side, it was green. That's the bad is, kind of is green Is that tie. good? Yeah, you want to avoid bad. that. Yeah. Oh, darn it. 
In, unless you need some penicillin. That might be right. <laughs> My immune system is now fully functional. And uh, yeah, so, so tell, us about, tell us about all the steps on campus or, or maybe some things that we can do to be greener in our tech use. Hi, this is Judy. Um, well, first of all, there is a campus team called the Red, White, and Green Computing at UW-Madison, and mm-hmm. we welcome folks to join us. I want you to know that right up front. Uh, our goal, we've only been around for about three years, but mm-hmm. our goal is really to reduce the carbon footprint of using IT on, on the campus. Um, and we focus really on three areas. One is your personal use uh, of IT, sure. devices, um, and also then the whole area of electronic waste. Okay. And also, um, you can use computers to reduce your overall carbon footprint by automating processes and things like that. So those are the primary three areas that we have focused our attention on. There are other areas as well, but that's where we we've been work focusing our work. Okay. Well, let's 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 go th- let's go over a few of those. Let's take a step back here. You said uh, that you could reduce your carbon footprint by making computers automate processes for you. W- what exactly are you talking about there? What what kind of processes can you automate? Well, in some cases, I mean, in, a, in the office setting, for sure. example, there are some processes, believe it or not, that are still paper-based. What? Yeah. Didn't, don't they know it's 2012? It and then you make copies, oh. and then you duplicate it, and then somebody files it, and then somebody else files it. And you can automate all of that and have an automated workflow, and your records are retained electronically as well. You mm-hmm. never print the thing out. Mm-hmm. And you have at least reduced printers, sure. paper, and the probably the worst thing of all is the ink itself. And that's also the most expensive. That's so true. it's a win-win. Well, isn't ink, I mean, isn't ink slightly, I, I've heard something like ink is slightly toxic or something like that, or using too much of it can be toxic, or I, well, d- I don't know if that's true or not. But. Uh, there are all kinds of inks out there, so that would be a whole program by itself, the <laughs> kinds of inks you can buy. Hey, she came up with a good idea for, an, for another Do It Live segment. All about ink. All about ink. All right. Stay tuned next time for All About Ink. No. <laughs> but I could see also it would save money on transportation if you have to print these things, if you have offices in different locations, and then you have to curry your courier these things over if you send it via email it's just or an yeah. automatic i mean you're you're saving saving money and all and and resources in all kinds of ways mm-hmm. so uh any other tips for a good way to you know any any other tips you can you can tell people out there on how to be green using their tech like specific examples or anything like that well we've got 15 in fact that's laura laura grady Pop I'll it let, in here. I'll let Judy go through the list here, but we have all of those on our on our red, white, and green website, which you can visit that at cio.wis.edu slash green IT. Cool. Uh, well, Laura and I can kind of take turns on this. Okay. To make it a little more exciting. <laughs> there, there's really one that everybody's going to say, oh, don't say this, but it's really funny. But No, Judy, don't, don't say it. Turn don't. off your computer when <gasps> you're not using it. What? What? That's crazy. You're crazy. Get out of this. Get out of this radio place right now. It's amazing. You just walk down the hall or or in, in the computer labs. They're all on. And that's just kind of a very simple way. Uh, the other thing is, is almost all the operating systems, maybe all, you, can, mm-hmm. you guys can help me with that, have the ability to to set some power management modes. Sure, sure. So, so like you, turn off your display if you don't use it for more than five minutes or... You can turn off your hard drive. Yeah, yeah. So there are, are ways to just very easily um, take care of that. I'm pretty sure every OS has... The, the only one I, that I, I don't have a personal experience with is Linux, but I, I'd have to think. Even in Linux, there's power saving. See, that, yeah, that's what I thought. I so. thought that it'd have at, to be something like that. At least most of the distributions that I've played around with. Sure. There's another sort of uh, habit that people have gotten into, and they print almost everything. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's really not so much about the paper, because, frankly, the paper is recycled. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is about... How about the manufacturing of the printer itself? Sure. Um, and then, of course, we're back to ink. But uh, and then uh, printing duplex as opposed to simplex. Oh, yeah. So printing on both sides of, uh, yeah. of the paper. Yeah. Yeah. 
That saves that saves a lot of paper. That saves fifty percent of paper. Now I don't <laughs> know if uh, there are a lot of folks who will also save the paper that they get that's printed on one side and they'll run it through the printer the other way. That depends on the quality of a printer, whether that will work or not. Sure, sure. Could or, jam up your printer. Or you could even use that paper as scratch paper. I do that a lot. I flip it over and just for making n- notes for that I've got to yes. yeah. oh, yeah. use and then you're not wasting extra paper. Andy, you don't, you, you don't mean you, you mean you don't use your, your stylus and your iPad and... and and type not, notes that way, or not, not or yet. tell you know tell Siri to to give I'm, you I'm give you a for, note. I'm waiting for Google Docs to uh, to integrate the voice recognition. And then oh, that'd be great, wouldn't then it? I'll be, yeah. One of the things about um, printers, a lot of folks have their own personal printer, mm-hmm. and studies have shown that if they only have one printer for X number of people, mm-hmm. people actually print less oh. because they have to get up from their workstation or their desk or wherever <laughs> and walk over there they're also less likely to print personal stuff on work machines there's sure. that ad- added advantage but it seems like people think more about it before they print it's like oh i could print this but then i have to get up oh <laughs> <laughs> lazy people well and you were saying you know ink and and the manufacturer of the printer it saves but i, I also have to say you know like the the power to run the printer Right. It saves that. Which laser well, sure. jets and ink jets, you it use a, a bunch of power. Actually, yeah, so. yeah. Well, and then it's having to re- recycle that. Right. Yeah, and and then and having to and uh, like the 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 extra you know extra packaging on the ink cartridges, the you know recycling of process of the paper. I mean, you know, it's it's recycled, but you still have to use some energy in actually making it clean paper again. So, so yeah. Right. And the printers themselves don't last very long no so well, sure and if you can just avoid printing <laughs> as much as possible yeah you know read your emails on your computer or or your phone i mean or you your know, phone sure get a smartphone or, or your ipad yeah so all right what, what what other tips do we have well another tip is that when your computers are on the fritz or your or <laughs> your or your printers or some of your computer accessories you can recycle your personal items at the do it tech store Okay. Through the help desk. There so you go. that do it will accept uh, computers, monitors, CD drives, hard drives, printers, CDs, and DVDs. I think the rule of thumb for us is anything that you can plug into a computer. So if you if you're wondering like, well, would they would they take a scanner? Yeah, we take a scanner. You know, would they take a color television set? No, no, because no. no. you can't plug that into a computer, or it's not designed. Right. I'm sure you could somehow, but. It's not designed to be plugged into a computer. So the thing to remember here is that this is for personal computing. Right, right. Resources only. If you have a departmental device or computer that you want to recycle, swap. We'll accept those. So, yeah. And they'll take televisions and all, okay. all, all kinds of things. You can look at the swap website and they actually have a list of what they'll take and what they won't take from departments. And Andy used to work for swap, right? I, I was their computer tech for about oh, seven oh. years. There you go. So Andy so, yeah. knows what he's talking about. Re- about recycle swap. all kinds of stuff. If you have uh, CRT monitors, they need to be um, fully intact. You don't want to take those apart. There are dangerous uh, <laughs> compounds inside the CRT monitors, and the glass itself has lead in it too, so that's uh, a concern. So you don't want to. Uh, I know that on some websites they have some projects you can do with old CRT monitors, and we really don't suggest doing any of that because, number one, you won't be able to recycle it through do it, uh, or other recyclers won't take it because it becomes hazardous waste once you open those up. So uh, that's something to consider. Um, But they will, I mean, they they recycle literally tons and tons of e-waste every week, so... Um, that's why. Now, Swap actually has a program with a vendor who has agreed that none of their um, thing, the recycled items that they are taking in, will go to landfills in Southeast Asia. Et right, and and that is that that's a huge thing. I mean, a lot of electronic recyclers will say, "Well, we we're not sending stuff to China or India or somewhere like that to have this stuff demanufactured," um, and and that's 
uh, a horrible problem in the world right now because all this e-waste is going to these countries and it's causing pollution and other problems. And it's great that they have a recycler that 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 is certified that they For sure. do not send this stuff overseas. If you um, want to see some shocking pictures, you should go you know go to Google and and start doing searches for uh, you know China and then like recycling cities. They have this one area of China where they do a large majority of the of the electronics recycling. And oh my gosh, the the the, the water like just the ground water there is so polluted with all these chemicals from the computers. And I mean, you know, it's 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 almost black. Yeah. You know, when yeah. You see if it. you if you remember those old Intel commercials with the guys wearing those suits, um, <laughs> with the rebreathers on, they wear those for a reason because yeah. there are nasty chemicals inside your computer. Yep. All right. Well, on to uh, greener subjects. <laughs> yeah. One thing. One thing to note too: when you do recycle your personal computer at the Do It Help Desk. Mm-hmm. Folks should remember that they need to delete all sensitive information, and and that's very very important. And it's not just uh, a deletion. If you go in and delete all the files off your hard drive, um, they're still going to be on the hard drive. You uh, in what's called the partition table, you can recreate all the data on the hard drive. So yep. what you need to use is a uh, a software that actually zeroes out the hard drive. Um, there's free ones out there. The, um, the best free one out there, and, and I think, and it's easy to use, is called Derek's Boot and Nuke. D-Ban. D-Ban. Sure. Yep. So yeah. just type in, into Google, type D-B-A-N, and you'll find a, uh, a CD that you can download. And I think they've got a boot, uh, different bootable images that you can download of yeah. it. And it's, it's uh, um, some U.S. government agencies use it. In fact, I think the Department of the, Defense yeah. actually uses that to wipe their hard drives. <laughs> Yeah, they um, they when you boot up Derek's boot nuke, nuke, it gives you a bunch of different options, and one of them is Department of Defense wipe, which is this huge. Yeah, it long take, takes process. a long time to do that. But um, boy, is it cool! But so <laughs> yeah, D-Band is fully functional, and you can do all kinds of different wipes. Um, and suggested that you do at least a three-pass yep. wipe on there. Uh, I'd also recommend that for departments who are either bringing their equipment to swap for resale or for recycling, that they do it as well. Right. Um, sure. Swap does do a little bit of that for you. So they they do a single pass wipe on a lot of things um, if they're going to resell them. And then their recycler has a contract that, he, that they're also supposed to remove the data, but it never hurts to do it yourself and then you're protecting sure. yourself well especially if you've got you know sensitive data on there if your department was working with uh, something like i don't i don't know like maybe medical records or something medical like records that. student information you know. any of that stuff yeah. is protected you don't you do not want to have that on a computer that you're selling even if you think it's deleted you know you want to make absolutely sure so yeah and if you're not sure how to do that certainly uh call the help desk and ty can walk you through i that. i will I will. Um, there's also um, built into the Mac operating system ways to securely delete files For sure. as well. For sure. All right. What else we got? No, you're on. You guys are good. Are you ready? Are you ready for the yeah. greenest tip? Okay. I've got one. <laughs> okay. That the, all the geeks out there are not going to like to hear. Oh, no. No. Don't, don't do it. You, all of your tips are like, you are not going to want to hear this. This one you're not going to hear, which is... <laughs> Don't buy more devices than you need. What? Oh, but Don't buy more powerful devices than you need. But We're talking about a manufacturing problem here. What? Uh, every time you manufacture... <laughs> okay. Um, every time you buy more than you need, um, you've actually not been very green. Environmental. Environmentally friendly. You mean I don't need five iPads? Well, actually, you don't need an iPad, a smartphone, this, that, and that, and that. Yeah. Mm. But if you do need to buy something, <laughs> try to buy Energy Star certified products. Okay. That That's one of our tips. They tend to be 65% more energy efficient compared to other brands. That's, yeah. I, uh, one of my... Um, uh, what is it? The, the hot water heater in my house went out like a year ago, and there it was an old one, like from the from the seventies. Uh, Sandy wants to say something, and uh, and and then we replaced it with the Energy Star, and I, I think it it was like so much cheaper per month to run all that all that stuff. So why Sandy? would you want to heat hot water? 
Oh, Sandy, no. Oh. It, a water heater, my bad. <laughs> Thanks, Sandy. <laughs> Dope. Oh, all right. <laughs> so uh, The other thing is organizations such as uh, um, Greenpeace is one of them actually have on their website um, ratings for manufacturers about how environmentally friendly are their manufacturing processes. Okay. So you can actually go in there and check out um, the product that you might want to buy and see how Greenpeace and other organizations have rated it. And that that's really interesting because, you know, you see green product, and I know there was a lot of in the news about this uh, in the past few years about like the manufacturing of uh, the Prius um, and how, yeah, you're saving gas emissions and CO2 emissions, right. but actually manufacturing it was a bigger environmental toll in some cases. So. Oh, sure. And the distribution, the transportation of these items, mm-hmm. it all adds up. That's right. the reason to buy less, guys. Yeah. Well, that's also what part of the reason why people say bottled water is so is so terrible to buy because it's, it's not like the, you know, people are usually just grabbing water out of the tap, putting it in bottles. It's the manufacture of the bottle, and it's it's mostly the moving the bottles yeah, around. The water is heavy. Have you ever tried to move, like, a gallon of water? It's hard. I would not recommend it. <laughs> so... Anyway, don't buy bottled water. That's dumb. Yeah, they have it. That's one of the tips on the um, Office of Sustainability website, too. It says, did you know that 40 million plastic water bottles go into the trash every day where they take up valuable landfill space and leak toxic chemicals? Yeah. Like, or they so create stop that using bottled water. Garbage island in the Atlantic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, come on, everybody out there. Just just get a just get a metal water bottle and, and just save save the earth. Right, and you'll find a lot of refillable bottle stations around campus oh, yeah. too. So that that is something cool that I that I noticed about uh, the New Union South. Almost all of their water uh, fountains have the place where you put your bottle in, mm-hmm. and then you get water. That's so neat. That's such a great idea. I had talked with um, uh, Farmers Vicali at the Office of Sustainability, and mm-hmm. they're slowly going through all the campus buildings and putting those kinds of water stations in. Oh, that's great. Cool. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, that's, awesome. that's a problem with having a. One of those metal water bottles is trying to get it underneath the. You know, water I, fountain. I, I'm, I, yeah, I can, I can agree with that. When I'm filling up my water bottle at, uh, you at get Duet, the right I can, angle. You know, you can get it about maybe three quarters full, and then it starts spilling out. And that, yeah, if yeah. I can what, get it. What's the right angle? Is like forty-seven degrees. Yeah, yeah, forty-seven <laughs> degrees. A little bit of tilt. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, any, any other tips you guys have for uh, us out there? Well, yeah. Let's go back to um, running your computer. Mm-hmm. Um, Various computers have not only the ability to power manage, but different kinds of, of fans and fan controls. And then also you can buy smart um, power supply oh. options. And I don't know enough about it. I'll leave it up to the techies. <laughs> but you can go out there and search for it, and it, it can figure out what your machine wants and needs and 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 increase the flow or decrease the flow. I get you. So if you so you say you bought, you know, for normal power supply, say you bought like 850 watt power supply uh, and you know, maybe you weren't playing a, a video game at the time you're just surfing the web, you probably don't need to use all of your graphical processing power, you know. So it'll say, "Oh, you don't need a full 100, you know, 850 watts. Oh, we'll just put you down to 400. That'll be fine." Yeah, I think so. we'll see more and more of that. Mm-hmm. And of course, it will also save us all money. That's true. That and that is a good thing, and it may make your laptops and computers last longer because heat kills, and the heat more power kill. that's running through your device, the more heat it's going to generate. Oh, so. speaking of heat killing, I just want to jump in here real quick. Did you know? Did, did you hear about the whole? Um, uh, I wouldn't call it a controversy, really, but like the 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 Apple, um, the new iPad says it it's gets something like thirty percent hotter. Be, uh, you know, behind, like when you're holding it, it can get up to 116 degrees or something. Right, like that. and th- that's under heavy gaming use. Yeah, from he- what I read, they, they said heavy gaming use for like upwards of uh, an hour or so you can get it up to 116 degrees, whereas the old iPad only got to 90 something. Right. Well, that's. I mean, for me, that's just intuitive that it would get hotter because it's using a quad core graphics processor. That's now true. And more memory. So. Yep. 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 
All right. Well, we're we're about we're about uh, through here. Do you guys have any final green tips? Any any websites you want to give out to the people that are listening? Uh, like how they can get in touch with the red, white, and green team, how they can get these tips online, anything like that? Well, for the red, white, and green team, you can always visit cio.wist.edu slash green IT. And we have a bunch of uh, resources there. We have a contact link um, and different ways that you can get involved in other campus teams. Uh-huh. And if you're interested in learning more about power management, some of that's and those kinds of tips, then the Help Desk Knowledge Base has a lot of that information. Yep, and that's just kb.wisc.edu for anybody out there who wants to to look it up. So, all right. Well, uh, Laura, Judy, thank you guys so much for coming in today, uh, for talking to us about all the wonderful ways to be green on campus. Thanks for having us in. Yeah, you Thank bet. you. Well, it looks like our hour is just about up, so we've come to the end of another episode of Do It Live. Thanks very much for listening out there. We've got some people that we'd like to thank as well. Special thanks go out to our management team at the Division of Information Technology, Ryan Hansen, Edward Hoover, Brian Rust, Sean Bossinger, and Bill Zimmerman. Do It's Chief Operating Officer is John Krogman, and our CIO and Vice Provost for Information Technology is Bruce Moss. Today's broadcast was produced by Ty Christian, that's me, and Sandy Cyberlick. Our associate producers are Laura Grady, Teresa Saldana, and Andy Muchleski. Our on-air producer and director of e-communications is Matt Rockwell, and our theme music is from Conan. The executive producers of Do It Live are Ty Christian and Adam Wiesenfarth. Join us next time for another action-packed hour of Tech Talk. And in the meantime, subscribe to our podcasts on iTunes. Check out our website, doit.wisp.edu forward slash radio. And if you want to get a hold of us, email us, radio at doit.wisp.edu. We'll see you then. Yeah. Yeah.